Hello, everyone. This is the Relationships and Chill podcast. I am your host, Coach R. Anthony. And um, I know it's been a while since I have been on the microphone. So I wanted to come on and talk about a few things that's going on in the news. And uh, since I haven't been on in a while, it's actually kind of good to just chime back in on whatever on the on this particular note because for a lot of it, it's tough to find topics topics to talk about. So it's kind of I think I might try this for a little while to talk about the current reality or current state of things. But anyway, just to jump right into it. So a lot's been going on, especially with this Will and Jada situation and. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about it and respond reacting to it and all that kind of stuff which is cool i mean you can expect that so just add me to that list of people cool no problem um to me it's not even about the cheating right it's not even about bringing him into the relationship because by the time it gets to bringing someone else into a relationship on this scale there's there's so much underneath that has been going on uh for years that is finally now have has come to a head to where now is is where it's obvious there's obvious corrosion in the relationship and so that's kind of where you where we find ourselves in this uh relationship that we've been observing for years because the, the the thing is people always people are saying it's not anybody's business what they do 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 but it actually kind of is our business meaning um the, the ideas that we built around marriage, the idea that we built around relationships, we use them as an example. It's like um, reviews, right? It's like if you go on Amazon and you look at the reviews about people, the reason why reviews are so important is because it gives you an idea of how it's going to be once you experience it, right? So a lot of times with, like let's say for instance, you, you find yourself reading reviews that you've depended on for years and you say okay like these review this review of this product has helped me make a decision about this product so so much so to where i'm willing to purchase it but then you find out that the reviews that you are have read were not real reviews they were actually robot bots or you know like they paid people to go on there and review their book or their product and you have been persuaded to believe that it's going to be something that is really not Therefore, you have been deceived into thinking that it's going to be a certain way when it's really not that way. And so it is, in that regard, part of what you believe and a part of you when it relates to marriage or relationships and things of that nature. So to sit up here and so to say that it doesn't affect you to learn the truth about a perception that you had is really denial in in yourself. And I'm going to talk more about the denial that I saw in the videos and the the conversation they had on Red Table Talk. But first, it's really accepting the fact that we depend on things that we believe our perception of things to be true in order to make a decision that coincides with the information that we believe to be true or that we have obtained about marriage, relationships, food, a restaurant, a book, uh, clothes, whatever it is. Even this channel, you have come to believe something about it. And the thing is about this type of relationship or this phase of their relationship is you 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 see, especially because if you've been a, a, a you know, you kind of caught the Red Table Talks, um, you, you kind of 
think and you're you're lead, led to believe that these people have gotten to a place within themselves to where they're now able to facilitate and help people change and to help people grow in their own lives but as you start listening and you start really walking with them in the process you start to see they're actually probably worse off than the people they're trying to help and that's kind of what i wanted to avoid and that's why i don't go as hard on this because it's like i don't want to be put in a position to where it's like i've got it all figured out and i've got it all mastered i don't have everything mastered but relationships i kind of do have it mastered to the point to where it's not even relationships are not hard for me anymore they're not difficult for me and my wife our marriage is very actually very easy it's one of the easier things about life the harder things are other things in life as opposed to because it's like as long as you're transparent and as long as you understand that that person y'all have that moment where transparency is understood to be the only vital thing that the relationship grows off of and if you can't be transparent to your significant other and this is i'm getting into the video i know it's taking a few minutes but if but the transparency component is the key to a successful relationship your ability to be transparent and to locate yourself at any given time in your relationship is going to be the indicator whether or not your relationship will last because nothing stands on um, blurriness or confusion or untruths. If you can't express to me how you really felt at that moment, uh, or like in this scenario, Will is asking for a specific answer about what he perceives to be her interactions or her experiences outside of the marriage that they've created. And if she's not able to be transparent about every nuance in terms of how she felt in the relationship or in outside of the relationship then will is still going to be blinded going forward he still does not know her as he still finds himself behind the eight ball because she if she can't disclose if she does not disclose who she really is how she felt what she thought uh the way that it meant to her with the relationship how she felt um the details of the relationship not in tank being entangled or you know got caught up type of thing no that's that's not really true that's not really where you are you chose to be with this man knowing his scenario knowing what you were going through in your own relationship knowing that there was a probability according to them allegedly they wasn't going to make it they wasn't going to be together um so she actually technically used august to facilitate her 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 change and called it healing right to facilitate her hurt or her pain she used him while he was using drugs to facilitate his pain she was using him to facilitate her pain and it's just a big mess right will is actually the one who's suffering even let's say will did cheat he didn't use cheating as a mechanism to say i needed healing or i needed to go out and do this because you know we were going through something no it was if he was out doing whatever he was doing it because he wanted to do it it wasn't no mystery about that it wasn't see that's the thing with, with women and cheating right and men and cheating the difference between men and cheating and women with cheating is men will cheat and say that's what i wanted to do women will cheat and say oh because you did it or because of this because you neglected me this is why i did it men will simply say i just wanted to do it because i wanted 
variety. I wanted different women. I wanted to, I, I, I got caught up in, in the moment and I saw something I wanted and I did it. Now, of course, it, it doesn't work like that every single time. But I mean, majority of the cases that where men cheat is because they actually just wanted to cheat. It wasn't something where they were in denial about their cheating or de decision to be with someone else or to, to have someone else inside of their relationship. It, it, it wasn't that. But it's very interesting that you can have all the money that Will and Jada, all the therapy session, all the counseling, they went through all that stuff and still still not be, quote unquote, healed from childhood experiences. And so I don't believe I don't believe that me personally. I don't believe that she discovered that, you know, you can't heal somebody until you, you, you're you're in your 40s. You were in your 40s at that time. You should. That's like. In the twenty, you learn that in the late twenties, early thirties, and with all the this access you guys have, they've had therapists on there, they've had counselors on there, and you mean to tell me, on Red Table Talk that they've worked with for years, allegedly they've worked worked with for years, and you mean to tell me they didn't know, she didn't know that you can't heal somebody until you heal yourself first, like as uh if that if that's something she's just learning then they need to shut down the red table talk and she needs to come to me for coaching she needs to come to coach our anthony and talk to me about relationships in life because that's basic elementary stuff the stuff that you should be worried about or concerned about at this point at that stage of her, of her life is how to how to get out the wisdom and the information that she's learned over the years and that actually works for her but you first have to decipher what that is right you have to first say okay this is the information that i know and this is what i know works this is what i'm true to this is what i'm not true to so let me let me make sure i'm facilitating the right information and giving the right information now we'll say this uh i i don't necessarily even blame her to be honest and, and that's the crazy part about all this i actually blame will even though he's the victim i think because he's been he's been passe he's been passive about his disposition about jada and here's the here's the dynamic between will and jada right the dynamic between them two is will is a very he can be very very domineering but because he grew up in the household i watched recently watched the interview with him uh the father's day interview and but he grew up in a house where he felt stifled by his father's anger right and so that anger caused him to eventually come to the point where he's like, you know what? I need to make concessions to other people and allow them the ability to express themselves for who they truly are. But that kind of puts you in a compromising position because on one hand, you're very displeased and you and you start to stifle yourself because you're allowing other people to express themselves in a way that is quite honestly disrespectful it could be very disrespectful but because and this is how victims think because and i think he's been a victim but i also think but just being the man he is the one to blame but to be honest i think with their dynamic having him being in that position to say i'm not going to fully express myself and fully be myself because I know how detrimental and I know how that feels growing up to be in a position where you can't express yourself. You can't be your true self. You have to co co you have to adhere to the other person's demands. And so I think he grew up thinking that he didn't want that, believing and literally from his heart saying, I don't want that. I want everybody who, who is in my life to be themselves and to live their own truth and to live their own life. And then here comes Jada. Jada is the definition 
of trying to do that, trying to express herself, being a woman, growing up a boss. Like she, she's. I'm not negating her experiences, but you know, she's talked about it. They both talked about this stuff on there, and feeling as though, and this is something. This is why I was able to recognize it. A lot of women don't like being women. They feel like it puts them in a weakened position, meaning that men get to do things that they don't get to do, right? Men get to say things, men get to live a certain kind of way, and women don't get to do it. So I am, in spite of, I'm going to be spiteful f towards men in the way that I can do what I want to do, right? And, and it comes across very, very strongly in Red Table Talk, specifically this interview, uh, this conversation they had. It comes across very strongly that she is rebelling against the idea that she has about men. It has nothing to do with will. It has nothing to do with the men that she chooses to be with because they're not the men that she's actually attacking or actually focused on. She's beat Will so much into submission that you can see it on his face. He has so much to say, but he can't even say it. And, and if this would have been any other subject, it would have been totally different. But, and I say that because you know what's interesting? What else is interesting is you can go back and watch their previous, the first conversation they had with Will on there. She does, she can't, they, they first started out the interview talking about how they met and they met from Alfonso Ribera, Roberto or whatever his name, Ribera. Um, uh, what's his name? Carlton, right? So Carlton actually dated, took him and him and uh, Jada went out on a date and Will was like, I'm done. The conversation over. This interview is done. So, you, you can see that he has a problem with that. He has a problem with Carlton dating her before they even met. And you don't think he has a problem with what's going on while they're together or separated, quote unquote. But and I'm talking about I'm going to talk about that separation part because that's actually ridiculous. I don't believe that because the first thing is you don't couples don't really have a problem with what they know about each other right when you know about your significant other and you have you have general knowledge about things about your significant other you may not like it but but it's not enough to make you want to leave like oh okay you leave your clothes out in the middle of the floor i don't like it so i'm going to address it i'm going to talk about it but it's not enough to make me say okay i'm done like i i'm done with this or you have maybe maybe a drinking problem something severe like that yeah but that's developed over time. That's not something that just happens overnight. You don't just meet a person and unless y'all both are alcoholics and y'all meet each other and fall in love. But generally speaking, people don't meet someone and fall in love with the thing they don't like. Right. People who meet each meet someone and they fall in love with the very thing that they like. We are drawn by things that are similar and things that are familiar, and we are repelled by things that are dissimilar, things that are not familiar to us. We are repelled or at least um taking it back enough to not want to pursue it or not it, it, not involve ourselves too much into it but once we get comfortable with the idea or the new thing that is there then we start acclimating ourselves to it and finding comfort in the thing the new thing anyway for them to sit up here and say to me and this and i'm telling you this is important stuff because if you don't examine relationships especially relationships in the sense of like how you process them how you think they go in the ideal real world version then you will be lying to yourself and saying i 
I'm looking for something, but deep down inside, you don't believe that it's possible. You can say, I'm looking for a great relationship, but if the relationships, all the relationships you've ever seen have crumbled or have failed because of infidelity or because of lying, because of whatever, you don't even know why. You just say, okay, well, they, they didn't make it, but I'm going to make it. Well, if you say that it's not important to know why they didn't make it, then you will be uh, the, the same statistic that you're saying that you won't be. Because unless you understand what causes a relationship to not work, you will absolutely go in that direction. It never fails, but people fail, right? So I said all that to say when you when you look at things from this perspective and you start to understand how people start to how people don't tell themselves the truth. They they know the truth, but they want to skew it in a way that sounds and lands a little bit better to themselves first and then to the other person. Instead of saying, this is how it is, and this is where Jada is a master at. This is what she's a master at. Instead of saying, these are the facts about what happened. This is how I felt while it was happening. Now let's, dis now let's dis dissect it. She's dissecting it because she's dissecting it as she speaks because she knows how horrible it is you don't filter anything that you've healed from once you've healed from something this is how you know when you've really healed from your past once you truly have healed from something there there is no regret august didn't have no regret about saying what he was saying he may have used words he definitely used words that wasn't he didn't want to put them out on blast like that because it wasn't known but i'm sure in the next few weeks you're gonna hear him going detail for detail or even maybe he saved that for his album or the documentary where he goes into more specific details i think august is actually more healed than jada and will are i think he's further along in the process than both of them are combined because he actually is aware of what he did wrong. He's actually self-aware and self-reflecting and actually confessing what he did, what he knows to be true and what he knows he did wrong and what he knows was done wrong to him. And so I think he's a little bit further along than, than both of them combined are because, and, and that's why. So, She's dissecting things as she's bringing them up because she wants them to land a certain kind of way. She wants the perception to be a certain type of way. But perception and reality, if they're not in this in, in unison and harmony, then they will conflict and cause conflict, conflicting, cause yourself to reflect to conflict, cause your own relationship, your own self relationship to conflict within itself. So you'll never fully see what's really true and hear what's really true because you can't even tell yourself what's really true because you're trying to dissect it and make it be something that is really not. And that's where the problem is with their relationship. It's not what they think it is. Therefore, it's not what it, it, it is true that it's not what we think it is or we thought it was one thing, but it's not what we think it is. And I talk about this with a lot of women, right? What are you feeling when you got with this man? When you got into this relationship or with this man or woman, either one, what are you feeling? Because what you're feeling, if you're feeling hesitation, if you're feeling doubt, if you're feeling a level, a sense of confusion, then that person is projecting. Part of that is the projection of the confusion that that person is giving to you. 
And so that's important, especially when things are fresh and neutral, not when you fall in head over heels and, you know, there's the distance and the set. Like, no, I'm talking about when things are starting out and you're kind of in that in-between phase where you're kind of like figuring out. And this happens in relationships, too, but especially when you're dating, where you're trying to figure out what are we, how, how do we work together? How is this going to be? Then. What you're feeling in those moments is very true. And so you got to pay attention to where you feel. You don't want to stay there, but you got to pay attention because they are indicators of what that person is projecting onto you. Now, here's the thing to take it back with this. It changed my perception a lot about well, it, it actually confirmed a lot of my perceptions. It just gave me access to see the truth of how their relationship worked. Or the, the relationship dynamic and i'm able to break a whole relationship apart just from a two minute the first two minutes is all i really needed to see I, I can break their whole relationship dynamic down i can tell you pretty much what happened from the beginning and how they got together and why they got together i'm not i'm not gonna do that for this video because that would be too long but i just wanted to say that if you're not living the reality that you want to project then you're going to always have conflict. You're going to always have confusion. You're going to always have a relationship that is full of strife and full of problems because the harmony isn't there because out of it's out of alignment, meaning you're out of alignment with yourself and you're projecting an idea that you want the other person to see or other people to see. But in reality, that's not who you are. And that other person is forcing themselves to love the projection or they have fallen in love with the projection that you have created. And that's where the problem is. If you convince me to fall in love with the with a mask that you've put on and I fall in love with that mask and you take it off and reveal your true self. If I don't fall in love with that real person that you revealed yourself, it is not my fault. Because you, you, it's not my fault to do that, but it's my, my, it, but it's my, it's not my fault that I fought, I fell in love with the mask that you project, pre presented to me, but it is my fault that I didn't inv investigate what's behind that mask. That's what is my fault. So with this scenario, there's not going to be any resolution because we'll, I think, I think what's going to happen for them going forward. And, and this is kind of where I'll leave, leave off on. I think what's going to happen to them going forward is they're going to self implode, but they're going to separate, meaning they're going to be together, but they're not going to be together. They're not going to have that unit, that unity and that unison, that oneness. They're going to have two different belief systems and it's called division, right? Two belief system, two views, but together. So they're going to have, they're going to be together, but they're not going to be together, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that involves having another person or, you know, they may get to have sex every once in a while. I'm not saying that, but I don't I, this is the very thing I, I never wanted in my marriage is being together, but not actually together. You can you can be together with somebody, but not actually have that connection with them in the way that is transparent. That is one. And the scripture says it best that the two shall become one flesh meaning that the two individuals are so connected are so in, in intertwined with each other not entangled but intertwined with each other and actually you can even use the word entangled to entangle means to become one to to join together with something anyway and i'm not talking about the standard definition i'm talking about the etymology of the word to entangle something means to be caught up to be caught in something to basically be joined to something nevertheless they won't be they won't be that because this the wedge has been driven for so many years and even just them talking about the fact that they even separated shows you that they had other things going on 
And this was just a symptom of the problems that they already had going on. Now, for whatever reason, Will was already mad with Jada before this happens. And then she then when they separate, she goes and sees somebody else that don't even that doesn't in what world does that even make sense? But that's how a lot of people are living. They live in their relationships like that. And if that's what you're doing, if that's what you're presenting, then that's just what you're presenting. I don't know, but you know, hopefully they uh, figure it out. But anyway, we got uh, a lot going on over here at Relationships and Chill. Uh, definitely check out the website, relationshipsandchill.com. And if you are interested in taking your relationship to the next level so you don't have a Will and Jada type of situation where you can actually look back over your life with your significant other and actually be thankful and grateful that you chose the right person, then you need to sign up for our coaching. We have a coaching program that is set up now where we will work directly with you. We will help you deconstruct and reconstruct your whole relationship to the point to where it's better than you ever could imagine. It'll be much better. If you know somebody that knows Will and Jada, please send them my link so that I, I want to work with them. And I promise you, I probably can get them back together. I can get them together together like none other because what they'll realize is they're probably more similar than they are different. And, you know, um, that's one of the things that most couples realize over time is that they're more similar to each other than they are different. And so um, coaching, we offer that to help you be able to do that. We have an unlimited package where we actually go in with you and we work with you directly as a couple one-on-one -on -one for as long as you want, as many sessions as you want. And we work and we dive deep into your relational issues, your childhood issues, your family issues. All those, th all those things are important because if you don't understand those things, you will be absolutely floundered around in your relationship thinking that you're making traction or thinking that your relationship is good and it's actually horrible. So uh, make sure you uh, definitely subscribe. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, definitely subscribe and definitely stay tuned. Hit that notification bell. And definitely, if you're listening to this on the podcast, follow and subscribe to our podcast, Relationships and Chill Podcast. So we will catch you guys on the next go round. You take it easy. Peace.